2: Welcome into the Yards After College podcast powered by kslsports.com. It's the podcast where we talk about all things NFL, including our local players in the NFL. And just like we had last season, I wanted to kick off the 2021 year with our predictions, our NFL award uh, guesses for the season. And just like we did last season, I wanted to bring on the one and only Sam Farnsworth. Sam, how are you doing today? Welcome back to the podcast.
1: I'm doing good and thank you for having me back. I love talking NFL. Uh, I always start missing it a little bit this time of year especially around training camp in July. I always miss it a little bit. Uh, I also don't miss it a little bit but yeah I I love talking NFL so thanks for letting me do that with you today.
2: Yeah for sure and for those of you who are listening and don't remember Sam covered the Denver Broncos for a number of years there in Colorado and you know I like to consider you Sam uh, an expert more than anybody else in our department because of that experience. And so I like having you on to kind of break down the league and what you see, but just like we did a year ago, I wanted to kind of start things off, you know, really break in the year before we get the the games underway. We've seen, you know, three weeks of preseason, you know, four weeks, if you want to count the hall of fame game worth of, of these players, but you know, you don't really get a good feel of the league until you, you really kick off here in September because a number of the starters, you know, they don't play or, you know, they only play a series or two. The defense isn't going, you know, full speed and whatnot, but uh, I'm excited to get the season underway. And, you know, I I couldn't think of any better way to do that than kind of break down our locals in the NFL with you and also kind of go over some of these NFL awards. And I, I I looked up our our predictions from last season, Sam. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do too great and, uh, no I, I'll, I'll say this much you did better than i did but but even still i'm looking back and i'm like i hope that we do better in 2021 i hope it's <laughs> the pandemic season is behind both of us
1: oh no kidding yeah uh, i i see some of my predictions from last year and i'm like man was i way off on that but uh but yeah it's uh, that's part of the fun of it right uh trying to trying to look ahead and then of course if we if we're on it or real close to on it then next year we'll just be like oh yeah of course i knew that right
2: exactly yeah last year was practice this year it's for real okay we'll, we'll go year <laughs> 2 of the podcast is the uh, the actual predictions that matter and i wanted to start off you know we've got the the general nfl awards i also want to go over some super bowl predictions with you but we've got our locals in the nfl guys that i wanted to touch on first So we've got MVP for our locals, rookie of the year, breakout player, comeback player of the year. And, you know, there were some obvious ones like last year, Alex Smith, you know, clear comeback Mm -hmm. player of the year. We were like, he's going to get our locals in the MVP award, regardless if he even plays a snap. And then he Mm -hmm. ended up just doing the impossible last year, which was really cool to see. But I wanted to start off. Let's go with MVP. Who is your locals in the NFL MVP for the 2021 season?
1: Okay. So my locals MVP, is that what you said?
2: Yep. Local. Yeah. Okay. So my, my locals
1: MVP for the 2021 season and this, so I, I was a little torn, I guess. Um, I think. Uh, so one guy, I think that could have a really good year this year is Julian uh, John or excuse me, uh, Jalen Johnson with the bears. Um, I'm really excited to see what year two does for him in the NFL. Um, but I'm going to go with, I, I believe I picked him last year too. I'm going to go with Fred Warner, the linebacker uh, for the Niners. I mean, the guy is outstanding. He's amazing. He's, he's quickly rising to, when you're talking about the best uh, inside linebackers in the NFL, you know, he, he's maybe top three right there. Um, and so uh, I, I would, I will go with him as my local MVP.
2: You did pick Fred last year. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're going to give it to you. And we're going to give it to you again this year. And I
1: think he'll for, be better.
2: Well, ironically, I'm also picking the same player that I picked last year for the MVP. And that's Bobby Wagner, another linebacker, uh, another local linebacker from the state of Utah, former Utah State standout. And like you with Bobby Wagner, I think that, you know, you look at both of these guys, Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner, they're probably the top two linebackers in the NFL or, you know, top three, top four, depending on who you're talking to. And, uh, I, I was fascinated, you know, every year they come out with the NFL top hundred and both of those guys were in the top 100 last year. And again, this season, but they flip flopped places this year. Now Fred's kind of jumped ahead of Bobby Wagner and what the players in the NFL think of him. But I think that Bobby's got one more year of, you know, just that elite, Superstar uh, performance that he's he's had throughout his you know time in the NFL. He's not the same player that he was year two, year three. You know when they were you know in the Super Bowl. But I, I do like what Bobby's done. He's the all-time leading tackler for the Seahawks organization. I think that he's got a few few good years left in him, and I think that he's got one more standout year left. So I think that he's going to be the MVP for the locals. Uh, rookie of the year, Sam. Who are you going with?
1: Okay. So, I think this is kind of—I <laughs> don't want to say obvious, but it almost feels like it. My, my, I'm going to give a shout out to Kairis Tonga. I think he's going to have a good rookie season. Um, but as far as our locals for rookie of the year, it's it's going to be Zach Wilson, right? I mean, uh, he's been given the keys to the fancy car in New York, and and it's his to drive. And they're going to ride with him, even if he goes through a few fender benders along the way. Uh, they're going to ride with him and know that he's going to go through the growing pains. But you kind of saw the confidence that he had even in the preseason. Uh, you've you've heard the confidence that his coaches have in him, um, and it, he just to me seems like he's ready to embark on this NFL journey. I, I I'm not saying he's going to be you know the the you know a top ten quarterback next year, but I think he's going to be uh, from our local standpoint definitely the rookie of the year.
2: Yeah, I think you're spot on there. I'm going with Zach Wilson as well for the rookie of the year. I just think that the amount of playing time that he's going to have if he stays healthy throughout this 17-game season, it feels weird saying that it's going to be 17 games, by the way. I'm still still not used to that, and I don't think I will be until the end of the year. But I I think that just the, with the opportunity that the Jets have given Zach and are going to give him, uh, the opportunity is just too much. I think the stats are going to be there for him, and he's going to be the rookie of the year for the uh the locals in the NFL uh, breakout player of the year, Sam, who is your pick for the locals?
1: So my local breakout player of the year is going to be uh, one of your guys, Kyle. It's, I'm going to go Julian Blackman of the Colts. I like um, it. I think, you know, he, he proved uh, last season that he definitely is an NFL defensive back. And not only that, I think he's got uh, multiple trips to the pro bowl in his future and possibly all pro selection in this future. You know, he's that type of defensive back. And so uh, this is the year where he, where, you know, he, I guess for, for the definition of breakout, this is where he kind of shows up on the scene outside of Utah as well. You know, I know people in Indianapolis are aware of Julian Blackman, but I think this is where people all across the NFL and every NFL market will start to recognize the name Julian Blackman.
2: So, a couple of weeks ago, when I was planning this podcast and when I asked you to come on, I was coming up with my list, and I uh, I had Zach Moss here as the breakout player of the year, and I still mm. like him for you know second year potential here,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: because of an injury that happened in the preseason, I've changed this pick. I'm going to go with Tyson Williams, former BYU running back. Ah. I think that because J.K. Dobbins is now out for the season. Tyson Williams, you know, he's the the second running back there on the depth chart now. I just, I have a feeling that, you know, he's a couple years removed from that ACL injury that took him out four games into his BYU career that final year there. And I just, I think being able to be healthy, get out acc- acclimated to the NFL, uh, being on Baltimore's practice squad last year, I think that he's got some things and they've clearly liked what he's done throughout the preseason mm-hmm. to, to keep him there. And then also, you know, move him up to number two on the depth chart. I like Tyson Williams. I'm not going to say that he's going to put up Zach Moss numbers at all, because I think Zach Moss is going to have a great second year. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just think that the potential there now that he's going to have more touches is something that I'm going to look for with Tyson throughout the season. But uh, I like that. last, last locals in the NFL award for you, Sam, the comeback player of the year award. So, Maybe
1: I'm missing someone, but I, I have a hard time with this one because like you said, last year, it was really easy to, to go with Alex Smith, you know, a guy who, who um, was out with a, a substantial injury. Um, but I honestly and and so maybe I should defer to you first on this, because I could not think of who I could slot in as our local comeback player of the year. So let me hear what you have to say first.
2: Yeah. So I've got two guys, maybe I'll, uh, I'll go with one and then I'll give you the second one and you can tell me what you, <laughs> you think of the second pick. So the first guy that I thought of when I, when I was thinking about comeback player of the year award was, you know, like it's not necessarily injury because we didn't really have right. a local guy that, you know, I mean, right. you could go maybe Terrell Burgess. Cause he, he was out because of an injury. Right. But he was a rookie. And so it's like, you know, there wasn't a lot there to to go off of as far as stats were concerned, but, I'm going to go with Kyle Van Noy with okay. the uh, the New England yeah. Patriots. Now, you know he had that year with Miami last year after leaving New England, and he was banged up all year. And you know the, the production wasn't the same as he had had in New England for those Super Bowl runs. And I just think that him getting back into a place that he's clearly comfortable in. You saw how he struggled in Detroit to start his career, and then New England brings brings him in and. He all of a sudden is one of the top linebackers in the NFL. Everybody knows who Kyle Van Noy is. You know, winning Super Bowl rings, and then goes to Miami, gets a nice paycheck. But then, you know, the NFL, the the way that contracts are set up, made it really easy for Miami to get rid of him after only a year. And so, I, I yep. look to to have you know Kyle Van where he didn't play much during the preseason. He's still kind of dealing with some injuries, and I, I just I think that you know if he can stay healthy getting back to that place of comfort where he's, he's familiar with the Patriot system Uh, will do wonders for his game. And uh, you know, he's still, I think got some good football left in him, but the second guy I want to hear what you have to think of this is Mm -hmm. Zach Moss. He, he did have that Mm -hmm. injury that prevented him from playing in the postseason last year. And I just, I feel like when he had that injury, Sam, he was on the precipice of just becoming that guy for Buffalo. You know, he was going to be, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Zach Moss, they were going to be the three-headed monster on offense. And I think mm-hmm. that now he's healthy coming into this season. He's going to be that guy that they were hoping he was going to be going into the playoffs last year. Right.
1: That's a good pick. Um, so once, once I, I'll, I'll, I'll point the finger at myself. I'll take the blame for this. I was totally thinking in an injury frame of mind. I I didn't think to expand my mindset to, someone who maybe dipped in production and then can't come back when clearly that's, that's a great reason for comeback player of the year as well. And as soon as you were kind of explaining it that way, same person came to my mind in Kyle Vannoy. I'm like, okay, he would, I think he's back in a comfortable situation where uh, I agree, you know, he would, I think he would fit well as a comeback player of the year. Um, Zach Moss, I, I, I would lean more towards the breakout guy. I still don't know. I'm, but but I'm not saying he's a bad pick for comeback player either. I just don't know that he was really there to come back to yet. You know what I mean?
2: Right. No, I agree. I, I think that you know it, it is tough. When last season it was just so easy to to hand it off to right. Smith, but uh, I do like Kyle Van I think that he's got some good some good football left in him. And New England, I hope can be that place that he kind of springs back to the player that he was a couple of years ago but
0: a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon but violence is only the beginning of this story sometimes i thought there are no miracles yeah there are and this is a big one i'm amy donaldson and i've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence the letter is a podcast about how lives are remade Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Let's move on, Sam. Let's go to our NFL picks as a, as a whole. Let's go to these general NFL awards. I know that, you know, we have fun talking about the locals, but uh, we've got an audience here in in Utah that just, you know, loves NFL football. And you know that just based off of Mm -hmm. Sunday nights throughout the season, putting these highlights together. And I want to start off with the, the MVP award. We saw Aaron Rodgers last year and, you know neither of us had Aaron Rodgers as our pick Mm-mm. i think i went with patrick mahomes last year and mm-hmm. you went with deshaun watson and i still think that yeah. you know both of those guys talent is at that level but who do you have for this season's mvp
1: so uh i i had a list of 5 players and they're all quarterbacks <laughs> but i had a list of 5 players that i think could uh potentially uh, that okay won't I, these are the five players that I I would not be surprised if their names are kind of surfacing in that MVP conversation come about week tenish or so in the season. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson in in uh, in Baltimore, of course. Um, I think Baker Mayfield is a name to keep an eye on. He's he played very strong the last half of last season. That's a sneaky helping.
2: pick, Sam.
1: It, like I, I it's think sneaky. I think so. So I think that's definitely you know one of those um, you know maybe. Uh, yeah, Sneaky's a good good way to put it. One of those guys that, that just might go under the radar a bit this year in that MVP conversation. Because if, if Cleveland has a, a solid year, if they win that division title, if they're headed to maybe a top two seed in the AFC, which they've got the talent to do that, if they get there, Baker Mayfield will suddenly be right in that conversation. You know, Patrick Mahomes is always going to be in that conversation. He's just so amazing and so talented. But sometimes when you're that good that many years in a row, Uh, maybe, you know, the vote, the, uh, voters like to look other places at at times as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he could, you know, last year in green Bay, maybe he, uh, plays with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, takes an MVP with him to wherever his next destination is. But my pick is going to be Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. So, uh, that's, that's who I'm going to give the MVP award to. Um, hopefully I can say I'm right 17 weeks from now, but Buffalo is just, uh, another one of those teams that they're, they're just set up well to, they should win the AFC East. They should be a, a top two or three seed in the AFC and be right there come, um, you know, AFC championship weekend. They could be right there in the mix. So I think Josh uh, Allen, it's his time.
2: Yeah. I think that that's a solid pick. You know, last year he was in, in that MVP conversation all the way through the end of the season there. And it's interesting because the MVP you've got, like last year it was like for the first half of the season, I felt like it was Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. And then it all of a sudden shifted to Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. So I think that you're right with all of those guys. It just could be a number of those players, but I, a guy that I think that, you know, I, I, I think that we've continued to doubt him over and over and over again throughout his career. And last year he proved everybody wrong. And so I'm just going to give him the MVP this year. I'm going to say it's mm-hmm. Tom Brady. I'm going with Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't tell you that they're going to win the Super Bowl again because I don't think they are. But I just, I like Tom Brady. I think that, you know, with a bunch of these weapons coming back, he's going to have a really productive season again. And he's he's been really healthy throughout his entire mm-hmm. career. I mean, he, he had that one major knee injury but other than that, he's been pretty healthy. And you know, we found out that he played through an MCL or a meniscus or whatever it was you know mm-hmm. last year. And uh I just I think that, you know, if he's you know healthy going into this year, that injury's behind him, and you even saw what he did last year. Uh there's no telling what he could do again uh with that Buccaneers offense. But uh for me go... for Yeah, go for
1: ahead. me, Tom for me if Tom Brady's gonna win the MVP, uh it... And I think it's maybe because the bar is so high for him, and then he proved that in one year in Tampa he can win a Super Bowl already. For me, I mean they're they're going to have to be like fourteen and two, fifteen and one. <laughs> it just yeah. that's just my that's just my opinion. It's going to have to be an off the chart season.
2: Yeah, I think that the interesting comparison. I mean, I know this is a football podcast, but you you look at like LeBron James, right? Like MVP. Yeah. LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. He has been for the last fifteen years, and he's won. What, four MVPs, it's like, okay, you can't tell me that Derrick Rose was a better player that year than LeBron James or, you know, like, it's just, it's interesting to me that how we come up with these awards, or I guess mm-hmm. I'm not voting on them myself, but right. you know, it's just, it's interesting when a player continues to do what a guy like Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes does every single season. And then they don't win the award. I just like, I'm left scratching my head. I'm like, yeah, Josh Allen had a great year. Aaron Rodgers had a great year, but you know, at some point, you know, where do you you weigh the weighing versus is right. the the most va- valuable versus the offensive player of the year i just think that these awards are interesting speaking of yeah. offensive player of the year who are you going with for your offensive player of the year award in the nfl sam
1: so um again i think this is where a name like aaron Rodgers might pop up in that conversation uh, again but <clears throat> i'm gonna look away from quarterback with this award and it seems like i tend to do that uh with, with my picks uh, Christian christian he's going to be in that mix and that might be, um, a good, good name for a comeback player of the year this year, you know, uh, but I'm going to go with Derrick Henry for offensive player of the year. I mean, the guy is amazing. He's an absolute beast, but, uh, and, and his name will probably even come up in MVP conversations because I believe, excuse me, I believe Tennessee not only is going to win their division, um, But I think they're going to be a very strong contender out of the AFC going into the playoffs. And it's going to be in large part because of Derrick Henry.
2: So I'm going to reveal something to you right now, Sam. For sake of argument, I've come up with two names for each of these, just in case you take my first pick. And it's Derrick Henry in this one. I agree with you 100%. I I put Derrick Henry... And I just had to let you know, so at the end of the season, when, I, when it looks like I'm wrong on this pick, I agreed with you. I am 100% with you on <laughs> Derrick Henry. But for sake, of, uh, for sake of difference here, I'm going to go with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen, you know, like you said about him with MVP award, I just think that he was so good at the end of the last season. And getting into the postseason last year and I think facing the Chiefs, learning what it was like to go up against a Super Bowl-type team like the Chiefs, I think we'll do wonders for him. Just the the process, I guess, that mm-hmm. it takes to you know get get a team like Buffalo from being a terrible team to a playoff team to you know that that team that advances in the playoffs to ultimately a team that can reach the Super Bowl. I think that it's just another year, another step in that progression for Josh Allen, and so I think he's going to be even better this season as well. But uh, defensive player of the year.
1: So for me, it's. Uh... I, I didn't even have to think too hard about it, but I will say this before I reveal my pick that um, I know last year, I, I was speaking highly of Von Miller. He wasn't my pick last year, if I remember correctly, but I spoke very highly of him because he was having an amazing camp and then he got injured and um, missed the season. And I, I really thought it was going to be kind of his uh, comeback year to, to really as one of the top pass rushers in the league. Not that he had, Slipped too far off from that, but I thought last year was going to be one of those big seasons. I think this year he's going to have a big season again, and um, so that's just a guy to keep your eye on. And that's my uh, Bronco heart speaking as well. But I'm going to go Bronco Defensive
2: Player of the Year award.
1: Yes, there you go. Uh, although he he may not even be that pick, um, and I'll tell you why later. But uh, Miles Garrett is who I'm going to go with for the Browns. Um, the way he started last year, uh, I want to say. Through the first half of the season, he already had about nine or ten sacks. And then and then I know uh, COVID got in the way of, of him having kind of that full season. And so, again, it's a Browns team that's going to be pretty good. If Miles Garrett has a very productive season on the defensive side, he's going to be in that conversation. So I'm going to pick him.
2: It feels wrong not to pick Aaron Donald here just because yeah. he's so good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go with him, even though he's won the award multiple times. I just, I think that, you know, that's just an easy, low hanging fruit kind of pick. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I might be a year or two early on this, but I'm going to go with Chase Young. I think that, you know, last year he looked like he was ready-made coming out of Ohio State and he was a mm-hmm. beast last year. It, it, he proved every reason why the the Washington football team took him with the pick that they did there in the in the top of the draft but I, I think that he's going to be if he's not going to be the defensive player of the year this year he's going to be there in the next couple of seasons i just think he's too talented and you know if he stays healthy he's he's going to win the award eventually uh rookie of the year sam are you going to go with zach wilson here is is he your pick or are you going to go with the uh, another one of these young <laughs> quarterbacks
1: so gosh i mean he's going to be right there i think um Rookie of the Year, Zach Wilson. So I said this on, I think when I was a, a, a guest on KSL's Unrivaled earlier this week, uh, that I feel like Zach Wilson and Mac Jones are both set up best for more immediate success in the NFL. I'm not saying that uh, the success for either of them can't be long-term. I think Zach Wilson's got you know a, a road ahead of him to have a successful NFL career. Just from the quarterback position of all these young quarterbacks that are coming in. Um, and, 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 you know, I know there's a guy in Jacksonville that probably wouldn't a- agree, but, but Zach and Mac, I think, will have the best seasons at quarterback. And so as a result, the rookie of the year conversation will include Zach Wilson. But I'm going to go off the radar for this one a bit. And this might be my dark horse pick of all of our picks here. But I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts from the Falcons, the tight end from the Falcons. He looked great in preseason. He was good in training camp. And even if the Falcons only win four games this year, five games, whatever, I think he's going to have a great year as a, as a rookie, kind of the next, uh, you know, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, uh, whoever you want to name as, as a great pass catching t- Antonio Gates type, you know, I think, I think Kyle Pitts is that next guy. He's um, amazingly athletic and uh, for the tight uh, end, and he's, I think he's going to have a great NFL career.
2: Yeah, the one thing that I'm worried about with Kyle Pitts is cuz I really like him as well and I think that Matt Ryan's still a really good quarterback, but I just worry about the lack of weapons that they have now with, you know, it's Ridley and Pitts pretty much there for the receivers now that they don't have Julio Jones and I feel like, you know, he may not have put up the same numbers, but he's just going to get more double teams on him. Like he, yeah. people are going to zone in on Pitts, like he's that good. He's going to be one of the top tight ends in the NFL in the next couple of years and so I like that pick, but I also think I'm going to go off the radar here. I'm not going to go quarterback. I think it's just too easy. Everybody's picking quarterbacks for the rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Najee Harris from Alabama and now with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that, you know, Pittsburgh, they like running the football. They're like that hard nose, you know, just like line up. We're going to just beat you the line of scrimmage, kind of a football team. And uh, I I liked what I saw from Ben Roethlisberger. I know it was preseason, but he looked pretty good to me. And I'm like, you know, if if they can get a good running game again, because they've kind of been banged up there since Le'Veon Bell uh left. And um mm-hmm. I can't remember what their other running backs name was, like the uh, Collins. Yeah, I can't remember what his name was, but yeah, he uh he 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 was banged up last year and it just you saw what a, a, a lack of a running attack had with the combination of not having been there. And so I, I like I like Najee Harris. I think that he's gonna have a good season. Uh, coach of the
1: year. Okay. So I'm interested to see where you go with this one. Um, because I, I don't know why, but I, a part of me feels like maybe we're going in the same direction here. Um, really? I, I could be way wrong. I could be way wrong. I don't know why, but I'm feeling this way, but, uh, my coach of the year, I don't know if you want to call it a dark horse, but I'm going to go with Robert Sala with the jets because, Again, it's a team that's not expected to do a whole lot as far as wins and losses go, Um, but it just seems like, and maybe I've had a little too much local Kool-Aid with what's going on in New York this offseason, but it seems like he's got everyone pretty excited. There's a different vibe, a different feeling with this Jets team than there's been in years, whereas you're usually at this point of the season and Jets fans are, are extremely cautiously optimistic about, about their season and usually lose hope after a couple of weeks. So here you are with a team that it just seems like they've got a l- little more optimism. Uh, they've got a very young squad that is uh, set to be a contender in the AFC East here in the next you know, two, three seasons. But maybe this year already, you, know, you win seven, eight games maybe. Uh, and, and, if, and if Zach Wilson has a, a good rookie season – you might point at that coach who stood by him since day one um, and say that maybe he's the coach of the year.
2: I did not go Robert Sala.
1: Yes, I you like, did.
2: I, I did not. Actually, <laughs> if you looked at this sheet that I have up right now, this was one of the things that I didn't have two, uh, two names on because I do like I do like the pick, and I do think the Jets are going to be better. It's hard when there's really no way to go nowhere to go, but up because they were so bad, but I do like the pick. I'm going with Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers. Okay. You you had the 49ers in the super bowl a couple of years ago, and then they were just down. They were so injured last year. All of their main guys, all their stars were hurt. And I just, I think that the quarterback situation there is fascinating. Now, disclaimer, The 49ers are like my second favorite team. So I like, I really like Mm. paying attention to them, but I will say that this quarterback situation is just fascinating to me, but I feel like Kashan's going to get it right. Like, I don't know. I don't watching the preseason. Trey Lance does not look like he's going to start a game in the NFL to me this season. Like he just doesn't look ready. Um, He's super talented and you see the flashes from him but i just can't imagine him going out there he's he's the kind of quarterback i think that's super talented and he can make the play to win you the game right now but with his lack of experience i think he's also going to make those mistakes that'll lose you the game and so i think that he needs some more reps and you know just needs to kind of watch jimmy g work and see what it's like to actually be an nfl quarterback first before he takes over but i just if if jimmy can stay healthy i really like what they have around him he's not the greatest quarterback in the world and i'm not saying that he is mm-hmm. But I just think that all the talent that they have on both sides of the football, Kyle Shanahan's a really good coach and everybody's going to rip him forever about the second half of that Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But I think that, you know, that with his experience in the the Super Bowl with the Falcons and, you know, he's just he's had so much football experience with his dad and Mm -hmm. the knowledge that he has from there as well as his own learning experiences. I just think that everything is going to continue to build for him. I just think he's a really good coach. And so I think that they'll turn it around and I'm not going to say that they're going to make it to the Super Bowl or anything this year, but I think that they'll all be back in the playoffs and, you know, fighting for that division. And uh it's it's a really tough division. It's probably if it's not the toughest in the NFL, it's one of the the top divisions in the NFL. So uh real quick before I let you go, Sam, I know I've taken too much of your time already, but I wanted to get your your Super Bowl predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me your NFC champ, your AFC champ, and then who's winning it all in Super Bowl Fifty Six there at SoFi Stadium in uh, February.
1: I had a harder time with the NFC than with the AFC
2: uh, in this one, just uh, because just there's because just so many. Different... Go with the Denver Broncos. I know it's really hard.
1: Yeah, it's hard to pick the Broncos out of the NFC. You know, so, <laughs> um, but no, no, just because there there is a lot of change, right? Uh, New Orleans doesn't have Drew Brees anymore and they were your NFC South winners. What? They had the second best record in the NFC last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course there's Tampa there uh, again. Could they make a run back? I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't have the same belief in that team as I would have in a, in a Patriots team from a few years back. Um, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers is intriguing. Okay. So the Packers the last year with Aaron Rodgers there again, I kind of feel like, even if he's not getting along with management, maybe there's that chip on his shoulder to to go out strong and then get a big payday going somewhere else. Um, so for me, it came down to, is it going to be the Packers or is it going to be the Seahawks coming out of the NFC? And I am going to go with the Packers. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to take him to the Super Bowl kind of with that uh, chip on his shoulder mentality. So there's my NFC. Sorry, I'm taking too long with my explanation. Um, totally you want fine. me to go with my. You want me to go AFC yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, let's too? let's
2: go. Let's go.
1: Okay, all right. AFC for me, it came down to three teams. I'll just keep it quick. Uh, it came down to, of course, the Chiefs, uh, who are going to be in that conversation. I think every year for a decade. Um, but then it, the the other two teams in that in that conversation are going to be the Bills and the Titans. Um, and the, the AFC championship game is going to be the Chiefs against either the Bills or the Titans. But ultimately, this is the window of of the next um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for dynasty in the NFL, and that's the this is the Chiefs' window. It's theirs. It's wide open. They're going to go back to the Super Bowl, so it's going to be the Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl, and I think the Chiefs get their uh, second Super Bowl with with Mahomes and Andy Reid and company.
2: Man, we think a lot of like Sam. Like it's just
1: crazy.
2: <laughs> I've got the Packers coming out of the NFC as well. Last year I I picked the Cowboys and it was really bad. Like that was a really really bad pick last year. And I was like, I can't do that again. I can't go dark horse on my Super Bowl pick. So I'm going to go with the Packers. I think that they'll finally get over that hump they've been in that NFC, you know, championship race for the last 5-6 years it feels like and Aaron Rodgers only has that one Super Bowl ring and I just I feel like he's just so determined to prove Green Bay's management wrong that he's Mm -hmm. like, last year I went out, I won the MVP. You shouldn't have drafted Jordan Love. And, you know, Mm. it'll also be fascinating to me because if they win the Super Bowl, Sam, like how does Green Bay like move off of him or trade him? Or, you know, like, how do you do that? Like at that point in time, don't you just have to be like, all right, like you've proved us wrong twice. Like here's all the money, and we'll trade Jordan Love. Like I just, yeah. I don't, I think that that storyline is just so fascinating, and we've we've already gone through a year plus of it. I just think it'll be more fascinating, depending on the success or lack of success that the uh, Packers have this season. But I've got the Packers out of the NFC, and then I also have the Chiefs out of the AFC. I think that they're just so talented. The only thing that I'm concerned about them is they they struggled. You know with their offensive line they they lost Eric Fisher uh Mm -hmm. they lost a bunch of guys there off the offensive line uh because you know you saw what happened in the Super Bowl Tampa Bay just Mm -hmm. ball ball rushed him and Mahomes was running for his life and so if that offensive line can you know they're young but if they can be solid for Mahomes this season he looked so sharp in the preseason and it's it's just weird to me that Andy Reid just loves playing all of his guys in the preseason, like he does. And (laughs) it's actually fun to watch the preseason chiefs games because you see all the starters out there compared to some of these other teams. But he looked, I mean, granted it wasn't full speed defenses. It wasn't a bunch of starters he was going up against, but he was just locked in. And I was just like, yep, he's still amazing. He's still probably the best player in the NFL, Uh, even (laughs) though I didn't go with him for MVP, but whatever. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Packers though over the Chiefs. I think that Woo! Aaron Rodgers is gonna do it. I think that he is going to get that second Super Bowl ring. I just okay. think that everything that we saw from him and the way that he came back this offseason and the, the yeah. little s- snarky comments that he's had mm-hmm. at the GM there. And you know, I just I just feel like it's such good drama, and I just love it. Yeah. I like I, I'm all for it. And it, it does kind of suck from a locals in the NFL perspective because I really am fascinated to see what Jordan Love could do as a starter in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I just think that that storyline with Aaron Rodgers, if he could win the Super Bowl, like that is, that's some juicy stuff right there. So I'm going to go Packers over the Chiefs, but I think it'll be a good football game if that happens. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs won.
1: Win or lose in the Super Bowl or even appear in it. I think I, – I I know – Green Bay should not think twice about doing whatever they have to do to keep Aaron Rodgers but I still kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers is mm-hmm. is bound to get out of there after this season and just to, to write a new chapter and call it good in Green Bay it just seems like and you know we'll see how the season goes maybe I'm way off and maybe I don't know enough but it seems like there's just enough uh hurt feelings or bad blood there that that yeah, they want to win. They both want to win, so they're going to go out and try, do everything they can to win. But I think it's over, no matter what. Even if he wins the Super Bowl, it's over in Green Bay.
2: Well, I I think a lot of people agree with that take, and it's going to be fascinating to see. I mean, the NFL yeah. has so much drama and uh, yeah. a lot of good storylines this season to uh, to follow. And you know, we'll have you on, Sam, uh, throughout the season cool. to to discuss these things and you know break down some of these locals in the NFL performances. Uh, people can always check you out on Sports Beat on Sunday night. You'll have all the highlights. But starting this week, we're going to have the, the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers on Thursday, September 9th. And that game is going to be on KSL TV at 6.20 uh, mm-hmm. p.m. Mountain Time. So we're here, Sam. We've made it. The NFL season That's is right. upon us. Yep. And then uh, and then
1: Sunday, September 12th, uh, the Broncos are at the Giants. So just put that one on your calendar, too exactly i like it sam
2: g- give us a <laughs> give us where people can follow you and uh, maybe tease a little sports beat for me
1: yeah for sure you just catch us uh, uh well uh, catch me on on my social on uh twitter at Samsworth uh, underscore ksl is where you can find me i do have a ksl facebook page too if you look up sam farnsworth ksl i think you'll find me somewhere along those lines but uh yeah sports beat you know we are already hitting uh hard and heavy our locals in the nfl that's going to be coming a big deal uh, of course a week from this weekend this weekend is going to be a lot of college football talk but hey it's just football that's, so that's what we're loving
2: exactly i love it sam appreciate you joining the podcast thanks